At this time, before we start and before we get into our talk tonight, I wanted to ask Mary Kay and Ryan, would you open our session for tonight with a prayer? Sure. That would be lovely. I'll start. Dear Jesus, help us to spread your fragrance everywhere we go. Flood our souls with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess our whole being so utterly that our lives may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through us and be so in us that every soul we come in contact with may feel your presence in our soul. Let them look up and see no longer us, but only Jesus. Stay with us, and then we shall begin to shine as you shine, so to share as to be a light to others, the light of Jesus. will be all from you. None of it will be ours. It will be you shining on others through us. Let us preach you without preaching, not by word, but by our example, by the catching force, the sympathetic influence of what we do, the evidence of fullness of the love our hearts bear to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Anka. Mm -hmm. So let us take in these words and the energy behind these words. And I invoke angels and the saints that support this ministry, Archangel Raphael. I invoke Jesus, Mary, Divine Mother, to be here with us tonight. And let the words that come through us be your words. Let them be words of healing and grace and truth and love. Let them penetrate our being. Let everyone on this call know that we are all, all a part of this call. That we are all co-creating this call together in divine light for our highest good. And that healing is available for every single person and for all of our loved ones. Let us take this in and know that we are held in grace. We are held in love. We are held in light. Amen. Oh, amen. Thank you, Ryan. Oh, thank, thank you, you, Mary Kay and Ryan. Thank amen. you both. So here we are this evening, all together. And I love that, Ryan, about we are on this call all together. And as you both know, our theme tonight and for everyone on the call is to really delve into and explore the mystical teachings of Jesus. So Ryan and Mary Kay, tell us, like, kind of what are the mystical teachings that really speak to you and have had an impact on you? It's a great question, and I actually, in the last few months, the one teaching that I've really been focusing on is Jesus really being with me, walking with me, choosing me to be part of his ministry and his having me express him. And it's been an interesting walk, and I, I bought a new Bible at one of the retreats. One of the chapters is by the... Jesus Calling, the Devotional Bible, and I, I love it a lot. Um, one of the chapters is depending on him, and I'm just going to read a little paragraph. It says, I've called you out of darkness into my marvelous light. 
I brought you not only out of darkness, but also into my royal family. I clothed you with my my own robes of righteousness and making it fit for my kingdom. You are one of my own special people, and you belong to me, and I'm delighted. I have chosen to use imperfect ones like you to proclaim my praises. I know you cannot do it as well as you would like. The truth is, without my help, you can't do it at all. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the things that really was stopping me, is that I knew I couldn't do it as well as anybody else or as well as God or Jesus. So that's really been calling me this last few months. And I start my day with that and ask for Jesus to take my hand and to walk with me through the day. And it's something that I really see throughout the day, how I need to keep going back and asking for that help and that connection and staying connected. So that's one that I can share. Ryan, did you want to share something? Yeah, well, I just want to, to say I, I can really feel how how close Joshua, Jesus is to you. I can feel your heart mm-hmm. as you're sharing. And it yeah. it, uh, it connects to me very deeply because I've you know, I've been studying Jesus for, since I was a little kid, I was always so fascinated by him. And it's not until, I think really until my connection with CLM many years ago where something, my heart, my sacred heart started opening. I started getting access to it and I started to understand his life from a very different dimension. One that I didn't feel I needed to prove so much anymore or prove at all or even understand with my mind. I could just feel and experience the wisdom moving through me. One of the things that moves me so much about his life is, you know, you're asking about the mystical teachings, Renee, is just how how much he was willing and committed to bringing humanity and divinity together and walking this this path mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. connecting the two into the one and really embracing this life, embracing humanity and remembering his divinity at the same time. And I there's this there's this passage or this point in the Bible where I always had a really hard time with it because as a kid, I would go to the Stations of the Cross, which is mm-hmm, the Passion mm-hmm. of Jesus, and watch yeah. him go through from the garden, guess, guess not, all the way through the, the resurrection. And I had a hard time with the crucifixion. It was, it was, so it was painful even as a, as a child and not understanding why would he let himself get crucified? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, and there's this, I would say just in the last few years, there was a passage that really spoke to me on much deeper levels and it was about when when he was on the cross and they put the two criminals next to him mm-hmm. and you know he said i'd for, forgive them father they not know not what they do and he was declaring them the criminals everyone who crucified him physically and even through his life people that didn't understand him or betrayed him even apostles that that had a hard time showing up to the crucifixion and, and really all of humanity in this moment and his heart was forgiven, and there was an, an embrace, like I said, of, of the humanness and mm-hmm. the divinity at the same time. And there was a criminal who said, if you're really the Messiah, just get us out of this thing, perform a miracle. Mm-hmm. And the other criminal said, can't you see what's next to us? I'm paraphrasing, but can't you see what's next to us? This man has done nothing wrong. And he recognized the divinity there the oneness there that was right next to him on the cross. And in that recognition, he, he made a request. Can you 
it's touching. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But can you remember me? Can you remember when, when you're in heaven? And you said, of my paraphrase, but of course, <laughs> of course, my son, I'll remember you in heaven. You will be with me in heaven. You are in yeah. heaven right now. Mm-hmm. And it was that, that recognition in the moment of his own pain of, of being completely open. You're just on a cross. You just, your arms wide open. Your heart is, mm-hmm. his heart was just extremely open at that point with the ability to, and the, the mission to embrace this criminal right next to him who was willing mm-hmm. to be in a state of redemption, which just means a, re- a turning of the heart towards mm-hmm. what is true. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in that moment, what Jesus was saying was, yes, you're, uh, you too are whole, my son. You know, mm-hmm. you too mm-hmm. have this ability to remember that you are forgiven in any moment, no matter what you've done. No matter how much pain you're in, even your physical body mm-hmm. is completely broken. And there is this, this way, this, this portal into oneness with mm-hmm. the divine. And I think that's what one of the most beautiful teachings of Jesus to me is this embracing, this remembering, and this, you know, as MK was saying, here she is just every day walking with Jesus and just remembering that, that Christ energy that we have access to. And can we, can we recognize divinity when we see it, when it's right in front of us? Mm-hmm. You know, can we allow our, our eyes to open and our ears to open and, mm-hmm. and know that there any, any moment in a tree or a plant or another human being, a mentor, a friend, that that divinity is there to remind us that we are, we are always held, we're always loved, mm-hmm. yeah. and there's always no, a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no matter what our imperfections are, you know, and that's, I think that's the, the moving part for me, too, is that I finally got that I didn't have to be perfect to to get the grace and the love from Jesus and the guidance to be able to do his work. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay, yeah, thanks for saying that. Yeah. Yeah. And Thank I you. was thinking about along similar lines is Jesus throughout his ministry, his teaching, he really did accept people where they were at in that mm-hmm. moment. They came to him, they couldn't see, they couldn't hear, they they had sores, but he had so much compassion and understanding and love. He was all inclusive. Mm-hmm. And what you were mm-hmm. saying about that openness, that open heart, Ryan, that to me is so powerful because that's what his ministry was about was to get people to open Mm -hmm. their hearts Mm -hmm. and everyone was welcomed into his presence and his teachings to the crowds his parables they were all about bringing him in bringing relationship bringing him into relationship with him Mm -hmm. so that they then could be open to receive the healing that he was offering Mm -hmm. and that's where the miracles happened Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah, and he reminds um, us. Yeah, and he reminds us that he is with us always. And as MK mm-hmm. said, he reminds us that he chose us. Yeah. And that is so powerful to know that in my heart and to take that into my being. Mm-hmm. That he accepts me as I am, all my foibles. It's just all there, right there for us. And I feel like when we feel like we've stumbled, all we have to do is to hold on to that hand, just to look Mm -hmm. and see where the grace is, because it's right there. And the acceptance is right there. And if we can listen, we'll hear the next 
step to take. It's very powerful once we can get to that position. Yeah. Well, I guess that leads me something else I've been thinking about as as we were preparing for the call is, so what does this look like in your life? Taking the teaching and hearing the teaching, and then how does that look in your life? Mm-hmm. What does that look like in an everyday? Well, I'll share. I think first what I'll I'll say is that I, over time, I realized that I need for Jesus to really, and that Christ energy to really enter my heart and to really guide, guide the way and that presence to really be guiding the way that I need to, I need to let my heart continually open and break to, to face the pain. But to know that I'm not doing that alone. It's very easy to face pain. We go in one of, one of either direction with pain. We can get lost in it and become it or we can disassociate from it and run away. Mm-hmm. And there's just some point where I realized I, I need help. Like I'm, Ryan, the personality is, is really helpless when it comes to this. Like I, mm-hmm. I have certain techniques that go only so far and mm-hmm. it's the presence that holds everything it holds all of it it holds the pain and allows that to dissolve and be brought back into the light as a gift back to trans transmute and so for me i think i've just gotten to a point of letting things break letting my identities break open letting my concepts and beliefs break open and my letting the pain the pain is there surfacing it means that god wants it back Mm-hmm. And to let that go and to practice making a, a choice over and over again to invoke the presence as that, as that emotion or that thought form is being gifted back to God. Because that's mm-hmm. his gift to us and our gift back. And Jesus is, is helping with that. And I would say that for my, my own life, what I, what I see more and more is that I, I'm not the one that really can, for me, forgiveness is a grace. Mm-hmm. And forgiveness is what leads me into a state of acceptance and really living a life of of grace and in a and supporting people in their own missions. Mm-hmm. And I at some point I just realized that forgiveness there's again there's only so far I as a personality can do to forgive. I it's really about seeing as much truth as I'm able to in the moment and asking for this grace of forgiveness and just being deeply, deeply honest with myself and knowing and trusting that the truth really will set me free, that that if I get very honest and I have a witness, whether it's my, my spirit guides or a person, oftentimes having a person that can hold space for this, and Jesus being present, that it, it lifts, things lift. It's a yeah. grace that's given. Forgiveness is a grace that's given. It exists already. Mm-hmm. It's not something I need to struggle for or try to do. Yeah. That it's just, it's a happening. It's just mm-hmm. a happening. And this is the, this is, I would say this works throughout my whole life and my work and my, my friendships, my partnership with Miriam and is, is to allow this grace to really infuse everything. And it's shifted. I mean, I could tell you more, but I'll, I'll just pause here. It, it, it shifted many, many aspects of my life where I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not doing as much anymore as Ryan. Mm-hmm. That when I make that choice to invoke the presence, the presence does more of the work. That's beautiful, Brian. Yeah, beautiful. I actually have a 
a real situation that happened yesterday and ongoing into today that really is an example. I saw later on a total example of what we were talking about. And we got a prayer request from Al Sherrod, if that's okay. We got a prayer request about this 19-year-old girl who's got a serious eating condition, and she's in a hospital. And I know where the hospital is. It's easy, and I'm uh, for many of you may know, my mother had polio, and I was in and out of hospitals all the time with her when I was a child. So hospitals always come home to me. So I decided that I would go see her and yesterday, and so I went, and both Dana and Bobby knew I was going, and they asked me to ask her a couple of questions. And so I went, and it was easy to get into a hospital. I had never been there before, and then I got to her room, and and she didn't recognize me, and she was on the phone. I just stood at the door, and she was on the phone with her mom, and she said, you probably don't remember me because I met her a couple of three years ago a couple of times. But anyway, so she said no, and then she told her mom who I was, and then her mom reminded her, and she had actually been at my house, and we'd had Chinese food together, and she really remembered that one. Her mom reminded her of that. So I came in and sat down, and it was I was only going to stay about 15 minutes, which it was true. And I prayed on the way over because I didn't know what I was going to do other than just go visit her. And I used to be a, a nurse manager for an eating disorder unit, and I certainly wasn't going to talk about anything like that. I just wanted to go and let her know that she was loved. And then I told her about how many people were praying for her. And, and then the questions that Bobby and Dana wanted to know, was, was it okay with her if they prayed from a distance or sent blessings from a distance? Mm-hmm. So we went through that. And I had pictures, and so I took out some pictures. I said, have you seen Bobby lately? And I showed them pictures of Bobby and Dana. And so it was just this really easy, uh, lovely connection. And, and then I asked her when it was time for me to go if I could pray for her and, and bless her. She's also part of the oneness community, so she's also a oneness bless, a blessing giver. So she said, oh, would you? And I said, absolutely. So I, stu- I stood up next to the bed. And I created a prayer for her, and then I gave her a, a blessing, Diksha, on the top of her head. And I could have stayed there. For hours it felt like there was so much grace coming through and it was so comfortable and I knew she was and so I finally said I've, I've got to go and I said they didn't want me to stop and she said I know I felt that too mm-hmm. and it was just this lovely connection and I felt like it made a difference that I got these messages and stuff and then I left and I was going home and I was in so much gratitude and thanking God and, and Jesus and all my guides that I had asked to be with me and everything and I had to stop and get some groceries and so I stopped and in the middle of the the store my heart started pounding and I've had this happen once before it's called tachycardia and I had I it just I was like what is going on you know so it just was going really fast and you can feel it and so I just finished my shopping came home and I took my blood pressure and sure enough it was high and my pulse was very high and so I have it's happened once before, and my doctor gave me medicine in case it's happened again. It's been like three or four years. And I thought, how can this be happening? You know, I was trying to figure out what happened, because it was just felt like it was so divinely guided me going. So anyway, I took the medicine and sent my summary of what happened to Bobby and Dana, and then just said, if you could say some prayers along with mine, I would appreciate it. And so I prayed and got all my guides and, and all my things together and just sat in bed for a while and then finally went to sleep and woke up in the middle of the night. And my blood pressure was lower, but my pulse was not. And so I 
ended up about four in the morning taking another pill. And, and then I sat and meditated for about an hour. And, and I, I realized that I'd asked for help. But this time before, I just said, I need to be well. And you need to help me. I cannot do this on my own. And I need it now. And I'm going to be patient, but I'm going to sit here and I'm going to meditate with you. And I and I called in St. Rita and I called in the Blessed Mother and Jesus and, and my guides and all of that. And, and, and I, I think I must have been sitting for at least an hour. And then finally I just got sleepy and then went back to sleep. I did send a text to my boss and said I wasn't coming in today. And, and then I woke up about 6.30 and everything was normal. Mm. Totally normal. Wow. And then I sat for another hour. And, you know, it's not, there's a part of me that doesn't believe that can really happen. But I sat for another hour and just really in, in gratitude and in thanksgiving for them helping me to get back to what I want to do in the world, which is to serve and to be with mm-hmm. people. And, and I haven't figured out exactly what happened because I don't want that to happen every time or very often. But I do know that there's help there, and it really it did work. And and I've been fine all day. I've rested. I've taken care of myself. I've sat for more times and thanked them again. And, and here I am on the call. And I said, I've got the call. I've got the retreats coming up. got things to do, and I need to be whole. So mm-hmm. it was really amazing to see how that can actually work. And I'm very grateful, very grateful. Wow. I had no idea I was going to be able to share that today. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, MK. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I want to add to that is my my sense about things is a lot of people show up to this community that we're, there's so many givers. Mm-hmm. We're, we're giving a lot. And yeah. what Jesus is, one of his messages is we can be of service and he's inviting us to, but it really is a message of receiving. Mm-hmm. and of asking yeah. and to allow this gift of grace to come in ways that we just, the mind just can't understand. <laughs> We're going to yeah. have an idea so of the true. way it's going to show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the invitation is to be open and curious mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. let go of time the way that the timing yeah. should be, how it'll look and form. And those prayers are always answered. Mm-hmm. It could be, it could be sometimes the healing of the soul is what we need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We might think we need the healing of something else, but it, there's a deeper healing that needs to happen. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is right there, that yeah. that energy of the Christ, which is in us. You know, and he's a conduit. Mm-hmm. He's a reminder, and he's he's helping with that. Mm-hmm. And we just need to ask. Yeah. Well, I know, I know for me, part of the healing that I just, thank you for saying that because I just got really clear is that in my family, my dad died from, it started with tachycardia. My sister just had open heart surgery and that was tachycardia. It had started with hers too. And so I, I really had a lot of fear when I started last night after I came home and took my first medicine. And then I saw that I needed to give that fear to Jesus and just let it go. Because whatever's going to happen is going to happen, and I need to just make my request and then see how it unfolds. And yeah. then I completely forgot about that fear until you just spoke now. So mm-hmm. it was a huge healing for me, too. Yeah. Yeah. If I can add one more thing, 
there's a, I, I know I, I would fall into this. I still do. <laughs> is, where's my help? Where's my guide? Yeah. Where, exactly. Why isn't this coming? Yeah. Why isn't this manifesting? Why isn't this happening? Yeah. Where's my healing? And I, I, I know that's just the part of me that needs some kind of love that mm-hmm. hasn't gotten it. And the presence can love that. The larger spaces mm-hmm. who I am can love that. And the, the Jesus, the Christ energy can love that. And Mary can love that. And I, I just want to read this one thing. It's called Footprints. Oh, yeah. And it relates to what we're saying here. So it says, one night a man had a dream. He dreamed he was walking along the beach with the Lord. Across the sky flashed scenes from his life. For each scene, he noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to him and the other to the Lord. When the last scene of his life flashed before him, he looked back at the footprints in the sand. He noticed that many times along the path of his life, it was only one set of footprints. He also noticed that it happened at the very lowest and saddest times in his life. This really bothered him, and he questioned the Lord about it. Lord, you said that once I decided to follow you, you'd you'd walk with me all the way. But I've noticed that during the most troublesome times in my life, there's only one set of footprints. I don't understand why when I needed you most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, my precious, precious child, I love you, and I would never leave you. During your times of trial and suffering, when you see only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Mm -hmm. Can we have the the eyes and the ears to see and hear? And Mm -hmm. I fall down on that all the time. (laughs) But it's a constant practice. This is all a practice of opening, opening, opening. I I was just going to say that. I feel like that's been something I keep saying almost as mantra when I'm taking a sacred pause in the moment and just to say open 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 mm-hmm. well that was a beautiful pause Renee well Renee do you have some something in your life that you want to share that is an example of what we've been talking about well I have really been thinking a lot lately about something that I had recently read I was rereading the Healing Path of Prayer by Ron Ron. Mm-hmm. And he talks so much about not only the relationship that we have with the divine, but how to stay grounded in the here and now, to stay grounded in the presence in all that we do. And and just lately I've been really paying attention and noticing where my thoughts are drifting to. Like when have I when have I slipped out of kind of the the divine stream and I started focusing on my thoughts Mm. getting kind of lost in my Mm -hmm. thoughts and that's easy to do and and just how then I need to take a moment and do a what I've come to call my sacred pause and say open 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 Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll also say hover over me God in this Mm. moment bring me back to you yeah and then to just practice that deep gratitude mm-hmm. for that moment, knowing that everything is sacred, everything has meaning, the oneness that Ryan talked yeah. about earlier. Mm-hmm. Everything is sacred. Our lives really become a prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's so much easier I noticed for myself, it's just so much easier when I 
remember that my life is a prayer mm-hmm. and it's an unending one it is always unfolding mm-hmm. and that we don't have control over how it, the direction necessarily but we do have control over always staying reaching staying connected reconnect so we can yeah. feel the grace and as yeah. our prayer said is that we are we are the face of Jesus mm-hmm. and the grace of Jesus not us yeah if I may ask both of you what do you notice how are these teachings working through the retreats, the ministry now, in ways that it hasn't before. How is it? How is it growing and expanding? And what do you see happening? Mm. I can certainly say for the retreats and the West of Heavens, and it, it's really shifted for me because Padre always creates the vision for the year and what the theme will be and what the colors will be. But what's so great is to co-create our altars like with the altar committee and the group and and go shopping for the colors bobby and i oftentimes go shopping together and renee and i often have phone calls around different things to put on the altar or different ways of expressing the theme to the altars because the altars are really the presence of jesus and we want it to be as pristine and as beautiful and meaningful for all people. If you've noticed, we've got a lot of people just offering to bring their art that is just such a beautiful expression of their heart and and Jesus showing up in different ways through their art and people being so generous to bring their their sacred items that we can put and it's it's really it's really a lot of fun to figure out. I have just no fear anymore. I used to when I first was asked to step into this, I oh my gosh, I'm not Bobby. That's what I said. <laughs> but it's been this amazing transformation of just a lot a lot of us getting together and figuring out what goes where and oh it doesn't look so good. Oh maybe this and and just really listening to where items where the sacred items want to be and knowing that that is really welcoming people when they come and also giving them a sacred place to be during the retreat and to express and to find themselves in the different aspects of the altars. And that's been a really huge transformation for me to understand it from that perspective, I guess, mm-hmm. probably the best way to say it. I don't know if that makes sense, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, okay. Mm-hmm. How about yourself, Renee? Well, I've been thinking about how holding this space, when we, all of us, are together, mm-hmm. how we are holding this space for miracles and healings to occur. And I think that's what I've seen shift over the years, is this be, this work, the Holy Spirit, the presence is right there. That first song, from the moment we're gathering, I would even say, I think it's the moment people sign up for the retreat. Mm-hmm. You start right. to feel the presence. And when you get there, it's like your heart is open. And when Padre comes and he says, what's on your heart? Everyone is able, you know, it's like it, it just is right there. It's so palpable. The presence is there with everyone. And the healings are so powerful. And it's about being that channel of grace. 
mm-hmm. and understanding. And, and that is what the healing <clears throat> ministry of Jesus was all about. Calling everyone into relationship, asking, what is mm-hmm. on your heart? Mm-hmm. When, as you're speaking, I was just opening to a, a parable, and I, I shared this at the April retreat with folks. It was the parable of the, the pearl of great price. And it mm-hmm. reminds me of the ministry and what's happening. So I'll mm-hmm. explain it in a minute. But given that the theme is the mystical teachings of Jesus, I've been <laughs> called to bring this in. So, okay. so it says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who, when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had and bought it. And it, what I've noticed over the years is that we, the community of CLM and meaning the monks and ministers and the novices and, and, the edu- and the students' education program and beyond, people that are coming to these retreats that are helping to co-create this as well, that we are becoming, if we, if, we, if we make this choice to do this and we allow it, that we are becoming the pearl. And uh, essentially, what is this pearl? It's, it's created in an oyster and it starts with an irritation in the oyster. And the oyster okay. or muscle creates starts creating a deposit around the irritation until it turns into a pearl. And this is created from the soft substance within mm-hmm. the inside the pearl, inside the muscle, is the softness of the muscle. It's the gentleness. Mm-hmm. And this 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 pearl of great value is created from the open heartedness. So after many years of irritation or pain, whatever pain people come with, if we're willing to say, okay, I see there's this pain. I don't understand it all, but give me the eyes to see what's happening or open my heart or heal my heart. That we, what happens is we start becoming this pearl. And when we become a pearl, we become very, very useful for the divine. Very, very useful for God. Uh, We're always loved by God no matter what. But Mm -hmm. by useful, I mean a channel, a vessel for Mm -hmm. this presence to move through this open space in this field and that's something i as you were both speaking i reminded me and i could just see this happening where more and more people in the community are becoming these great beautiful pearls yeah and these channels and these vessels for the presence to be to show up and for these what we might call miracles things that don't happen in everyday life but are simply reminders of our own divinity for them Mm -hmm. to occur and that is through an ongoing choice to remember, to embrace our humanity and to remember our divinity and to remember the larger mission of healing mm-hmm. that this ministry is about and to offer this rare, in many cases, such a pure energy. There's no dogma at these retreats. We might yeah. speak yeah. about Bible verses and different traditions, but we're not asking anyone to believe anything, simply to be willing and open to mm-hmm. receive healing from this space yeah yeah what I was what I was thinking of when Renee and you were sharing was the testimonies that we for when people come up and share their testimonies it's exactly what you're just saying you see that transformation and the beauty in their in their voices and in their spirit as to what happened and and sharing it makes it so real then for all of us to know that that happens for everyone, and it can happen for everyone at different times. And that's another way of the co-creating existing, too, when people yeah. are willing to share the miracle mm-hmm. 
and the shift for them. And yeah. it's beautiful. It's just, it's a lovely dance, it feels like to me. Yeah. <laughs> I see that in both of you too, the, just the open-heartedness. You're already always open-heartedness, but open-hearted, but there's a, an energy that moves through you both because of mm-hmm. your commitment and your mm-hmm. openness. And, and many others, all of us are really growing oh, yeah. and growing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. How about I you, Renee? Did you want to share something? Well, I was just, I was thinking a couple of things kind of to add on to what you were saying is people are coming, their hearts are open and they're ready to receive. And when they step up to get in line to receive, you can feel it, you can see it, mm-hmm. that everyone's getting ready to be that pearl mm-hmm. and step up and, and be in the moment and allow the divine to just move through them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I that's what I see happening is just taking that risk, not looking backwards, but just looking forwards, mm-hmm. and say, "I'm here, I'm ready. Here's what's on my heart, Lord." And I think added to that, there's so much. I mean, we already know how much pain there is in the world, mm-hmm. and I think when the efforts and the the prayers that go on before the retreats and the and the west of heavens and east of heavens, to have that sacred space to come into and the safety of being there and and to see that the willingness for people to go up and to let go of the pain that mm-hmm. they're experiencing for whatever reason, it's such a blessing to see that and to know mm-hmm. that there's so much grace in the room and willingness to receive. It's, just, it's really yeah. beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To reach out and, and to touch it, to experience mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, there's, and we're all so grateful to have that. Mm-hmm. I, I know, I mean, I just see it in our faces, and it's such a privilege to be able to be up there and help people up after their healing. And then you just see the gratitude and the, the lightness of being. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're, are you feeling a shift I, or not? Yeah, Yes, yeah, I, yeah, I'm sitting here going, okay, we're ready to shift mm-hmm. into our healing service mm-hmm. this evening. And I just ask everyone that's on the call with us to place your hand on your heart and just take a big, deep breath of the presence. And just allow the words of the divine move through you all around you. There are no limits tonight. Come, Holy Spirit. Bring us your wisdom, your understanding. Come, Holy Spirit. Help us in this moment experience your love and your compassion. Come, Holy Spirit. Help us in this moment to see you more clearly so that we can love you more dearly. Come, Holy Spirit. Shower your gifts upon us. Manifest your gift of healing. Come, Holy Spirit. Reveal to us our need for you, our need to seek you and trust you And know that you are with us, always. 
that you chose us to be your children, your sons, your daughters. Come, Holy Spirit. Spirit of prayer, help us to praise and worship you. Come now, Holy Spirit, and break down the barriers within us that keep us from experiencing you and your healing light and your energy. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us love, teach us joy, teach us peace, that we may always be an open vessel, that we may always live with an open heart, ready to receive your blessing, ready to receive your healing energy in this moment, right now, today, tonight. Come, Holy Spirit, come, healing presence. Move through all of your children tonight. I just want to call out that there are people on this call where we just are going to call out cancer. Cancer gone. And I call out for complete healing and restoration and renewal of body, mind, and soul for all of those on this call with that diagnosis. You just call it out now. And Brother Ryan, I'm going to turn it over to you to call out the healing presence, where it needs to move and where it needs to go. So I invite everyone on this call to step into this grace. People with eye issues, heal the eyes. Heal the eyes. May you see, may you see beyond what you see now, physically, spiritually, healing of the eyes. Ankles healed now. Mobility, increased mobility and flexibility healed now. The Holy Spirit moves through the actual cells and DNA of these, these limbs, these bones, straighten, complete wholeness. In the brain, the mind, relaxing of the mind. There's someone with uh, brain issues. And just uh, the Holy Spirit is offering a healing to rebalance the brain. Both sides of the brain are in balance. And a settling, a settling of the nervous system. Settling of the digestion. Arthritis, heal now. Peace. Peace to the arms, peace to the hands. You, you're, you're allowed to receive this grace, this freedom of this peace, this love in your joints. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. And something with the gallbladder, see a healing of the gallbladder. Finances, Healing of a back, stability, the Holy Father, let the Holy Father 
The stillness of the Father supports you as your ground of being. You can rest into the Father. Rest into the Father. The Father it supports you and you are safe. You are safe to walk on this earth. Relationships heal. Any partners having any tensions? Ask for open hearts, open minds. The presence of Jesus, presence of Mary, presence of the Holy Spirit. Enter these relationships now. Let the presence be there now. Answers unfold. Clarity. Peace. Let there be joy in the heart. True joy. Healing, sending healing to our hospitals, our prison systems, government, to all nations in conflict. Let the Holy Spirit be there for all who are ready and willing to receive this grace. Our local communities. I see gardens growing and new healthy foods. <laughs> you never know what's going to show up here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I just, I see, uh, just asking for peace in the heart of peace beyond all understanding. Yes. Peace beyond all understanding. Mm-hmm. Yes. Amen. Thank you both. Thank May you. May all be in this bathe in this field of grace tonight and take this with you and spread it to your loved ones and all those you touch and are with this evening and the rest of the week. This is this is for you, this grace. Yeah. This is your birthright. This is yeah. given freely from the divine. Thank you and all we, for being on yeah. this call. Yes, Renee. And we want to seal this blessing in tonight. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and grant each of you peace, shalom, completeness in all areas of your life. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you, everyone, for being with us tonight. Thank Thank you so much for being on the call. Thank you. Rest with the angels, everyone. Love you all.